first, All right. first question, Brian Smith. Hi, Stephen. Hey. Have you or the organization heard from James Harden since the Russell Westbrook for John Wall trade last night? And, and the follow-up to that is, whether you have or haven't, what is your understanding of where things stand with James Harden and the Rockets right now? Uh, well, I haven't spoken to him since the trade. And uh, to be honest with you, in situations like this, so I've been, this is whatever, 22nd year in the NBA. And when stuff like this kind of happens where there's a little indecision and stuff going on, I, I kind of take a step back and allow guys some, some space. So from my perspective, my communication has been, I'm giving you space. And that's kind of where it's been as far as my um, communication with him. And, uh, you know, guys like that need that. They, they need to figure it out and, and they need to, they don't need someone banging on them all the time to um, kind of figure out where they're at and, and whatnot. So as far as the organization, I'm not sure. I can only speak for myself, but, um, you know, I'm looking forward to him coming and I'm looking forward to seeing what the team looks like with everybody on the floor. These individual workouts are great. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the to the whole group being on the floor together. Kelly Eco. Hey, Coach. Just with everything going on with the season coming up so quickly, how important is it going to be for you and your staff to kind of come together and get the plans going for next season? Oh, it's super important. We've been doing it for a couple of weeks. We've been having meetings and getting organized and. Since I got the job, you know, the next day, I was writing stuff on my board as far as making sure we're organized on offense, defense, making sure the staff is organized, making sure I'm communicating with the players, making sure that uh, I'm tied in with every aspect of the job that I am. So it's very important for, it's, it's a short window as you've alluded to, and we're gonna have to, speed up this process a little bit, but we don't have to rush too much because I'm looking at this as from the 6th on Sunday till the 22nd. I'm not really thinking about it as the 6th to the first preseason game and then a day off and then the next preseason game. The whole period pr prior to our first game is going to be our preparation for this season. So we're not going to rush through anything. We're going to make sure we get everything in that we need to get in, but it's going to be done in a smart way and a thoughtful way. And my, me and my staff have been working to, to do that. Jonathan Fagan. Uh, your team looks very different than the last time <laughs> we spoke. Uh, yeah. How much of that stuff you put on the board did you have to erase? <laughs> more specifically, how do Christian Wood, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall fit in what you want to do and with this roster now? Oh, they fit very well. They, they fit a lot. Most of the stuff that I wrote on my board stayed up there because they really fit into the way that I wanted to play. I wanted to have multiple ways to play. And those guys allow me to do so, um, to have John Wall pushing the ball up the floor and either passing ahead to a running wing or keeping it and getting the ball into the paint and making all the great passes that he's made over his career. That 
is accentuated by playing the way that I want to play five out with space and allowing guys to get into the paint and do their thing to have Christian Wood trail the play and be able to roll and, and pop and play in a very similar way that I had uh, Perzingis playing when I was offensive coordinator in Dallas. Um, I, I see that as a, as a positive and another kind of way and an option for us to play. And then to have Cuz out there is another, you know, we're not necessarily gonna be in small ball quite as much. We can play big ball and he can be out there and showing all of the gifts that he has. I mean, he looks really good on the basketball floor doing his individual workouts right now. And he's working hard to get back and uh, fun to be around. So the optionality that I talked about in the initial press conference is accentuated by having those three new guys to join the team. Thank you. Tim McMahon. Hey, Stephen. Um, what do you know at this point about John Wall's health? And you know, how do you think you're going to have to uh, manage him in terms of availability coming back off of obviously a serious injury? Yeah, honestly, I don't know much about his health. I know the guys upstairs have been communicating and, and uh, I know our performance team, which is one of the best in the league, they'll manage that and kind of give me the info. So I'm just kind of waiting on the info and we'll proceed with caution, obviously. But if he's able to do things that, that uh, fit into the way we're gonna play and this, the way that we're scheduling things, we're all in. So it, it really is dependent on the performance team and, and the evaluation that they have so they can give it to me and then I'll, I'll proceed um, forward with whatever we're gonna do. Mark Berman. Hey, Steven, how are you? Good, Mark, how are you? Good, um, you touched on it a little when you found out the news that you were officially getting John Wall. How much did it change your thinking immediately and, uh, the, and, and the possibilities that, that go with that? Well, it, it changed it in a couple ways. So obviously if it weren't for Russell Westbrook, I probably wouldn't have this job. So the fact that he vouched for me in the interview process was one of the first things that I thought of um, when the trade was made. The second part of it is how dynamic John Wall has been in his career and some of the nightmares that I've had trying to defend him in pick and roll and all of the pick and roll passes that he's able to make. Um, you know, when I was in Charlotte, we were in the same division. So we saw him four years, four times a year <laughs> and really is just the, with his size and speed and passing ability and ability to get to the rim and uh, he can make a shot. There's just so many things you can do, especially now that the game has changed. So I was in Charlotte, you know, eight years and, and he was there basically the whole time and the game has changed so much in a good way for him because we're playing with so much more space. So uh, very excited. To, to have uh, him on the team and, and then defensively, he can get after it, he can switch, He's, he has size, he has physicality. So I'm uh, definitely very excited that, that he's gonna be a part of what we're doing here moving forward. Adam Spolin. Steven, um, is everyone participating right now in, indi in individual workouts and do you expect to have everyone for the first group workout on Sunday? 
Yeah, we should have everybody for the first group uh, on, on Sunday. There's guys kind of in and out right now with the testing protocol and whatnot, but uh, come Sunday, we should have everybody as far as I know. Cody Davis. Hey coach, um, given everything that has gone on this past off season, how can you as the leader restore that camaraderie back into the locker room? Uh, I wouldn't say I'd be restoring anything. You know, my job is to establish something new, something um, we're not really looking to the past as much, especially with all the new guys that we have and the new coaching staff and everything. So for me, it's, it's establishing a culture and, and establishing camaraderie. And, and the way that we're going to do that is by work and practice and spending time with each other and going through the ups and downs of a training camp and, and uh, making sure that we're learning and everybody's being pushed and pulled in the right in the same direction. So um, as far as restoring camaraderie, I don't really necessarily have a thought on how the camaraderie was before I was here. But um, moving forward, I'm going to lean on guys who have been here. I'm going to lead on James. I'm going to lead especially on Eric Gordon, who's been amazing to me since I've gotten here and has been someone that I've been speaking to on a daily basis, PJ Tucker as well, the, the veterans who have been here. So we're moving forward and, and uh, it's gonna be good stuff. Kim Davis. Hey coach, can you talk a little bit about, um, while you're not having, like you said, the camaraderie is not, you don't have to, you don't know what it was like before, but have you had to have conversations with your team just to kind of settle everyone because there is so much uncertainty and can you talk about just the, the mindset right now. Well, I'd say there was a lot of uncertainty prior to the kind of roster being set, but now that the roster is set, I think there's more excitement than anything else. You know, everybody is excited about the possibilities that we have of, that I was talking about earlier about us having multiple ways to play on both ends of the floor and having the talent of DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall and, and Christian Wood to to meld with the, the previous guys that are on the team. So, um, you know, there definitely was, there were moments of, you know, you don't really know what's going on because that's the nature of the business. That's how it's been in, in the NBA forever. During that time of free agency and draft time and, and roster flux, you're kind of looking around and kind of figuring, trying to figure everything out as a player and as a coach and, and as a management group and ownership. But uh, now that the roster's set and uh, we're moving towards the first day of training camp, it seems like everybody's in a positive place. Thank you. Matt Musil. Stephen, how do you foresee uh, James being out there on the point? What was it, can you pick a percentage or how often will that happen? Oh, it'll happen quite a bit. He'll have the ball in his hands. Um, that's a great thing about having John Wall is they can play together. They can play off and on each other, off and on the ball. Um, and the way that I do things, you don't have to have like a prototypical point guard. You just have to have playmakers and then they're, they're both playmakers. So James is going to have the ball a lot like he has in the past. And like I said, we're not going to change things so drastically that the 
the offense isn't going to be as effective as it has been in the past. We're going to try to change things to, to make it a little bit more uh, diverse, uh, um, but he's going to have the ball quite a bit. Kaylee Griffin. Hey, Coach, you alluded to it earlier. Obviously, the players going through individual workouts right now. Uh, what are you most looking forward to when you, the day comes next week and you get to have everyone together on the floor? Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I understand the protocols and I understand the individual workout piece and, and whatnot, but to, to kind of go back to the camaraderie that has been spoken about earlier, just to have the whole group on the floor together and everybody working and, and working together as opposed to apart and, and looking at each other, at the other on the other court, like what's he doing over there? It'll be so good to be able to put all of the pieces together because in an individual setting, you're only able to do piece by piece by piece and on Sunday, we'll be able to put those pieces together and it'll make so much more sense to everybody. And I'm not a good person when it comes to not having things make sense. Everything in my life needs to make sense. So um, when we're all together, everything will make sense to the players as, as well as me. Ali Kambajani. Hey, Steven. Uh, regarding DeMarcus Cousins and Christian Wood, uh, both have had playing time in the past at the five and four at some points in their career. Uh, both can spot up and operate out of the post and high post. How do you envision their on-court fit when they're playing together and then as individuals whenever they're anchoring their own lineups and units? Yeah, so that's the great thing about both guys. They both stretch the floor, right? So you can play five out and have no problems with both guys stretching the floor and drawing a defender with them. So you have driving lanes and opportunities for them to either move it or, or roll into the paint and, and cause indecision with defenders. So they're both definitely very versatile. I would say that Christian has the ability to attack closeouts and drive the ball, um, which makes it really hard for a defense to kind of figure out how they're going to match up and if those guys are out there together, there you still have the space because you have the shooting, but then you have the versatility that each guy brings. So um, that'll be something that we explore as we go forward. Um, and uh, individually, they'll be playing kind of similar, probably at the top of the floor, maybe sometimes in the corner, but using their ability to shoot the ball, to space the floor, to open gaps for James and open gaps for EG and open gaps for for John as they can get into the paint and, and cause as much havoc as possible. So uh, to have, it's such a, an advantage to have bigs who can both play in the paint and stretch the floor. And we're gonna use that um, advantage to our, as much as we can to our ability. Thank you. We'll take two more, Brian Bearfield. Coach, um, the, the season didn't end well for Daniel House Jr., but what were you able to, to say to him once you all were able to sit down and, and have a talk and to, you know, to be able to have him put the past behind him? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, like I said, I wasn't really privy to every, everything that kind of happened, so it was very much um, secondhand information that I, that I received when it came to his situation, but for, for me coming into this situation, not just for him, but for everybody, it's clean slate. You know, it's, it's 
Um, we're going to build a relationship based on today and tomorrow and the next day. So uh, I, I know he addressed it yesterday to, to the media. And as far as I'm concerned, it's in the past and we're moving forward. And last one, Jason Bristol. Hi, Stephen. Um, you mentioned when discussing James and his status, you mentioned the word indecision. Um, is it your understanding that that's indecision is is in the past now, and and how confident are you that that he'll be all in in what you're trying to build here? I'm confident that he'll, he'll be all in. You know, that's where I'm leaving it. I've, as I said, that I'm giving him the space to to do his thing, but I'm confident he'll be here uh, when we when we get started. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. We appreciate your time. Thank you to everyone that's, that's joined today. Uh, we'll send information out about tomorrow's available, availability in the morning. Have a great day. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you.